0: Hello everyone and welcome to episode one of the Outside Edge Cricket Podcast. I'm your host Rudra and today I'm joined by my friends Kavan, Krishan and Siddhant. This mini-series, the IPL Saga will be divided into three episodes, but today we'll be talking about the Strugglers. We'll be looking at each of the teams that weren't able to qualify for the playoffs this season and try finding out what really went wrong for them this year. So without wasting any time, I'd like to start off with the five-time champions, the Mumbai Indians. Now we have there, who's a diehard MI fan, so I think he can get us started first.
1: First thing to note is that all of us are Mumbai fans. But um, look, I mean, obviously we had a difficult, difficult season. Uh, we finished last for the first time. But um, see, honestly, I'm not, I'm not disappointed as a Mumbai fan. I think we've, we've had many, and you guys can, I mean, I know it's going to be controversial, but I think it's a good season for us. You can stop me when you think it's getting too much, but then I think, look. We've uncovered so many different talents this season in terms of uh, Brevis and Tilak and um, Tim David, um, even the even some young spinners also, I think Shokin and also. I think we've got a very solid core. And uh, in this IPR, at least what Mumbai has done is we've thrown away many, many matches. And then I can, uh, off the top of my head, at least Mumbai Delhi the first time, Mumbai CSK. Mumbai Rajasthan the first time, all these different games we've thrown away. So yeah, I mean we've not played well. probably. We, we don't deserve to be anywhere near the playoff spots, but um, it's not as bad as it suggests. And again, I'm sorry, I'm I'm content with the situation season. But obviously, as a as being Mumbai Indians, being the franchise with five trophies, you expect them to be much more competitive.
2: Uh, um, I think yeah. I agree. Uh I wouldn't say I'm content with the season. But I think by plainly looking at the numbers, we get a wrong impression of how our season really was. Uh, we can just say by looking at the points table that like, oh, we had uh, 10 or more than 10 losses. But I think as Mumbai fans, we need to be a little more patient. Uh, this season, as Sudan said, we uncovered a lot of talents. So I think we'll see the, we'll see the scouting and we'll see the patience that we have for this season materialize in the next season. Plus we have a couple of uh, great talents like Archer that won't play this year but might play in the upcoming years. So I think the main point to note over here is if you're a Mumbai fan or if you're just a fan in general is to be a little more patient and not judge uh, Mumbai Indians based on one.
1: Are we Are we sure that
2: Archie was playing next year? That's why I said upcoming. I
3: was coming to that. I mean, see, I'll tell you honestly, we had a pathetic auction. I've been saying that since the beginning. We had a horrible auction. We have a horrible management. We didn't deserve to be anywhere close. To the top 4. Firstly, we didn't even have our top 11 set until the first 10 matches. In a 14 match league. I mean, we we got our top 10, our set top 11. After 10 games. That's how bad our management, that's how bad the brains behind the team is. I mean, wh- how do you expect a team to qualify or to even reach close to the players when you don't have your first 11 fixed. For the first 10 out of the total of 14 games. So, I mean, the first thing that needs to change actually is the management. I've been saying that since the beginning. I hate Mahila Jayavadani. He is an idiot. <laughs> he doesn't deserve to be in this team. All he's doing is eating Amani's money. Nothing else.
1: See, dropping Tim David after three games is, is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I mean, I, I, was, I was telling everyone Tim David is going to be the future. He's replacing Paul Ard. But dropping him after three games is probably one. Yeah, I mean, I, management is under scrutiny, that much I'll say. But that's a bit far. But management is a bit under scrutiny.
0: Yeah, yeah I think I'll agree. Uh, one thing with Mumbai we often see is they don't make a lot of changes to their 11. But this time we saw they dropped uh, Brevis and David after like two or three games. They were playing Ramandeep, Singh, Shoki, and they played. Um, they were just changing the 11 too often. And I yeah, think. How could they not?
3: I mean, okay, I understand Pollard is a legend but come on man i I mean if you're scoring scoring with a strike rate of under 100 being a finisher you have to get dropped no matter what
1: do you guys think paul is finished in mumbai
0: i think so especially i think the way david has performed this year i don't think he'll i think he'll be in the squad but he won't he won't play just as a backup (laughs) maybe.
2: I would reserve my comments. I would say that Tim David has definitely earned himself a spot in the squad. But then, uh, I think Polar deserves to be given another year. I'm not saying he should play every single match in the next season. But considering him finished just after a year of terrible performances, I understand that, um, like, riding on our emotions, we would say that. But I think he deserves uh, another chance.
3: See, uh, look at… Look, I mean if you look at the auction in mumbai i mean after the auction ended immediately how was mumbai looking like mumbai didn't have a single good leg spinner we had no spinners we went for all exotic players like firstly timal mills who is he i mean how can you expect a guy who is bowling 150 plus has no control over his speed to come and play on indian pitches these are not bouncy pitches you're not gonna get the same tomorrow that you get in England that you got in the 100 you're gonna you're not gonna get him in Mumbai and you're still spending five six crores on a person like tomorrow's I mean why
2: uh going back to what we said about uh I'm just uh one point that I would like to highlight was uh the mindset behind the management midway through the season so what I felt was uh after we lost the first couple of games I don't think that we were looking at uh, playoffs in particular I think we're just like the reason why there were so many switches according to me was just to test out all the new talent that had been scouted I understand that uh, it's not a winning mentality and that's unlike us but uh, I think after the first couple of games we just lost the motivation to go for the playoffs or just um, aim for something higher I think what we I rather I to do uh, is all the new players that we have okay. I disagree
3: um, with that because I think that Mumbai has always been getting off to losing starts and then doing well later in the tournament and i think that it in itself has become such a habit that people expected mumbai to do better and that's why they didn't uh care so much about the initial losses and that sort of overconfidence and that sort of habit is what came back to bite us in my opinion
1: the auction, they, they didn't know what their best 11 was according to me at least i mean the first first three games they played that was the best 11 they came back to that in the end games but then there's i don't know there's no confidence
3: That's what I'm saying They don't know what the best was. I mean okay now see when we look up when we look up and talk about the next season what what does mumbai need in the next season we don't know i mean we spent so much of our cash on archer we're going to retain him again we don't know if he's going to play again next year but of course we're not going to release archer Archer is not going to be there with us. We're going to release Tamal Mills, so we're going to release Riley Meredith. We don't have any, I mean, even if you look at good leg spinners, who are the leg spinners that are available that are going to be in the auction next year? Tabre Shamsi, he was tried and tested last year. He didn't I do think, that.
1: Anymore. I think we need to get a foreign spinner. Because like, look, if you look at the foreign spinners that are on there. Adil Rashid, Shamsi, or who else? I mean, Zampa, all these types. Shamsi even was already tried. <laughs> See, but Shamsi right now is the number one bowler in the world in D20. Okay but you
3: so already tried shamsi in dubai i mean shamsi who i i i don't remember which team took him last Radistan, year and he didn't do that Radistan, Radistan, Radistan.
0: Radistan, yeah
1: see but i think wasn't even in the 11. what do you all,
0: give a chance what do you all think yeah. about daniel sams uh do you think he'll be there next year because he yeah, had I, I think if
3: bhaela jaguad is there then te daniel sams is there <laughs> I, I
0: think,
2: think i have not very choosy with our words. At the beginning of the season, when he had a very bad game, but I think he's come back well and he's yeah. given us some matching performances. To I
1: think the KKR game was just—I mean, it was horrible. But uh, since then, I'm I'm very happy with so that. I still I do still don't think
3: up. that he deserves a spot in our eleven.
0: I think I'll agree with Rich, um, because uh, I think Mumbai have always played two spinners. They play a proper spinner and then they play a spin all-rounder at number seven. We had Krunal Pandya for the past four or five years. And now I think that's the spot which is actually uh, hurting us because there is no batsman we have at number 7. I think they should have given more chances you to mean? Fabian Allen. Uh, he was he would have done well for us. But uh, yeah, I, I don't think Daniel Sams is well, going I to be the-
2: To uh, open the bowling. So, we are also looking for an opening bowler, I think. Yeah, I agree. That we didn't have... See,
1: oh, the- Ruda, I mean, what you said is right. Mumbai usually plays, you know, two, one proper spinner and one... Sort of like a Kunal Pandya type player. but I uh, see those are the these are the mindsets you have to move from, right? Because there are so many good like foreign exponents in the market. Why not try them out when you have literally our best exponent this year what Karthik uh, It's they they need to they need to sort out a lot. That's for sure. But uh, I'm I'm still okay with the season because of the type of talents we have discovered. So
0: how would you rate the season? Um, like just the season, not the future, but based on just the performance that you saw for Mumbai. Out of 10, what would you say? A solid five.
1: I was going to give it a five, but like he's the pessimist, so I'll give it like a seven. Then. <laughs> no, no, I'll give it a five as well. I'll give it a five. I'm going to go with a six.
0: Yeah, I think I'll go with a six as well.
3: I don't think Mumbai are going to do anything better next year because I mean, I don't have hopes for this team anymore. i, I As long as I mean, until this management is there, I don't have any hopes.
0: Okay, then. So moving on to the second team, that is CSK. So, when, when I think of CSK this season, I just see two things. Number one is injuries. And number two, I think, is the captaincy. Uh, we saw Deepak Chai get injured at the start of the season. Huge loss for them. Mukesh Chaudhary had become their lead fast bowler this season. I don't know how. And uh, secondly, captaincy. Uh, three days before the tournament started, Jadeja was given the captaincy. So, which meant that uh, Dhoni was considered during the auction when the team was picked and we could see that it was affecting the performance on the field as well. midway through the tournament uh Dhoni was given back the captaincy and you know they've they won a couple of games I know but I don't think that's certainly an issue which I think affected their performance this year what do you all think
3: I mean I think when you look at CSK the only reason they, I think they the, they got their form pretty late in the season I mean one find that they should have uh, like one person in particular who they should they should have included in their team earlier was Devon Conway. I think he played amazingly well for the last four or five games. I think if he would have come earlier with Ruturaj Gaikwad, I think they could have done better than what they did. So, I think their opening wasn't that strong because Ruturaj Gaikwad, as we know, is not that consistent and not as reliable. I, I mean, we know that once he plays 10-15 balls, he then turns out to improve his strike rate and become an explosive batsman. But, to stay on for those 1st ten fifteen 10-15 balls is a task. And which he was not able to, you know, uncover for the first few games. And that's why CSK did not have the starts it deserved. So, I think if Devin Conway and Ruturaj Gaikwad would have started on earlier as an opening pair, then I think CSK could have been a lot higher than they, what they were
2: at the end. They were creaking, obviously, because of age. And uh, they, they're struggling to find new talent, obviously. One of the new talents they've scouted is Gaikwar, which he's been performing well. Uh, I wouldn't say very well because he's been a little inconsistent this year, especially. But uh, I think they're struggling to make a new core, and that's that's been one of their defining problems this year. Apart from that, uh, going back to the captaincy issue, I think um, one thing's clear: that without without Dhoni, there's literally no CSK. Because if if you talk about captaincy, if you talk about fan base, all of that comes from Dhoni. And I think unless they find themselves a new core and find it soon, uh, they're gonna keep. Having these struggles in the upcoming years.
1: See, um I mean, I agree with everything both have said, but then I really don't understand what CSK have done. And be honest, uh, it's if you look, it's a mega auction, and there are rumors that there may not be a mega auction again. And the type of players they've bought for very high money, Deepak Chahar, okay, fine, you paid 14 crores, fine, you've invested in him. He's a, you know one of the best Indian teamers, fair enough. But you you you've bought. Back Raidu for six to seven. By the way,
3: Raidu is retiring next season. No, this is last season. He's already
1: announced some some drama happened. Yeah,
3: they needed a tweet. Yeah,
1: yeah. CSK CEO did some time, whatever. Raidu, Uttapa, Conway is also quite old. I mean, he's not like he's some young guy. He's made his debut relatively old in international cricket. Uh, Dwayne Rabo was probably their best bowler this year outside of Mkesh Chaudhary. who else jadeja is still 33 34 dhoni is what 39 and 40 at this age shivam Dubey, i thought was a really good good player this year i liked watching shivam Dubey a lot I, like was...
3: also, see, I think dhoni performed very well this season considering he he's not played any cricket for the last year and since the mm-hmm. last year he like he played some very impactful indians
1: Agreed, but uh, i'll say this also retaining mohan earlier with sam curran it just shows what they th- i mean they they're highlighting maybe they're emphasizing too much on experience because sam Curran was their star for about one or two seasons before but they've taken Mohan ali who Ali is a very good t20 player of course but then sam Curran is also so young he's someone you're relying on with guipard uh, they've and they didn't even uh,
3: they didn't even they didn't even play Mitchell santner who they've invested since the past so so many years
1: i think he played a couple of games but not enough not enough of a role whatever yeah it's it's I, the pacer uh, who bowls like Malinga, I think that's a good yeah. No, not no, the guy. That the, no, the, guy. No, not... the Malinga guy, yeah. He, he's, he's someone they should invest in. I think bowling 145 clicks in 19, he's good. He's good. But then, I don't know it's it's a weird team I don't see them improving much I, like if, why I say I'm happy as a Mumbai fan is because I can we have a very good solid young core that's going to improve uh, CSK most the entire core is aging other than Gaikwad and probably Shivam Dube and Mukesh Chaudhary
3: more importantly they have to find a captain for themselves as they haven't yet
0: do you think can I mean, be a captain I, next do you think they'll go for stokes if he's available in the auction next year
3: I mean I think stokes are going to be think, too much money for them stokes yeah, are gonna I think be for big money
1: CSK they like to get the old players back, so I'm, I'm almost certain that they're going to try to get Sam Curran back. Um,
3: but
0: not as a not as a captaincy option, right? I don't think they'll give a chance to. Judge yeah. I don't yeah.
3: think they should have let Duplessis go.
1: Yeah, so, I agree. Very
3: very bad decision.
1: I think I they're grooming they grooming Gaikwad to be the next captain because yeah. he's the only one who's like fixed in their team for the future. So probably he's going to be the captain. I don't know if he's going to be a good captain, but then yeah, he's only logical choice. But um, them finding Mukesh Chaudhry was also a, good, is a very good sign, signing in my opinion. Was, uh, I mean, geez. I saw this
3: one stat that the only two times CSK has not qualified for the playoff was the sorry, two sorry. seasons in which series didn't play.
1: Yeah. See, Rana not being an IPL is crazy. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. So, how do you rate the season this year? CSK out of 10?
1: Four. I'll give it a 4. four. Yeah, a 4.
0: I think all of us agree on a solid four this time. Yeah,
1: because I mean, they have probably done as badly as Mumbai, but then in terms of future prospects, it's just nothing in there.
0: Okay, so moving on to the next team, that is KKR. KKR finished uh, seventh on the points table. They won six games, they lost eight. Um, I think they had a very weird season. I mean, they started off uh, pretty well, but they lost control. Yeah, they
3: won four games on the trot, and then they lost five on the trot.
0: Yeah and then they just never really came back unlike last year where they actually reached the finals somehow uh, letting uh, shubman gilgo was one of the stupid stupidest des- decisions they made they played venkatesh ayer they opened with him for half the season then they dropped him down to number 6 number 7 they dropped him towards the end completely so i think that was just i think they are like decision.
1: six or seven six or seven opening partnerships different pairs which yeah. is insane i think the only
3: two players that have helped KK this season to get as many points as it is was Umesh Yadav and Shriya Sayar. I mean, these two players have practically carried the
1: team
3: and Russell Russell, of course and Russell. Yes, these two, three players have carried the team because the starts that Umesh Yadav was, I mean, he was picking up a wicket in his first two overs, I think for the first five games continuously. So getting that kind of a start in the power play, is obviously something that every team deems of and then share sir being consistent he may not be high he, he may not have had the best strike rate but playing that anchor role is very important especially with the batting order collapsing so frequently
1: yeah i think Keka, they've got a good team but I don't know. I'd McCallum, uh, who's the who's making the 11s i'm not sure because they've made so many changes when they could have just stuck to their best 11 it's a very solid 11. that's why they did well towards the end also under this
3: but they, they're gonna to have to find a new management next year
0: yeah, McCullum is with England now.
2: So. Uh, Batting-wise, I agree. Ayer did contribute immensely to their batting, uh, to their batting performances. But then, if you talk about Ayer's captaincy, obviously coming back to what we said about management, there were just too many changes, and I don't think he was as assertive as he needed to be with the team selection or with the on-field decisions as well. So I think the captaincy was a bit of a letdown, and was one of the underlying.
0: And I think I would say they got lucky with their bowling because of Umesh Yadav. Uh, If Umesh Yadav had not bombed or had an average season, I don't see any other option. uh, I don't think Saudi Saudi, Saudi
1: didn't do well. No, Saudi Saudi didn't
3: do well. When Umesh Yadav was already doing so well, why why do you have to unnecessarily bring in Saudi and play him in the first couple of overs and give him the new ball when you already have a bowler who's been using the new ball so effectively? I mean, that made no sense to me. I mean, just stick to Imesh Adav. But I think
2: apart from yeah, Russell, they not a good death bowler. Yeah. Rasen,
1: they were trying to use Imesh see, in the death, right? See, I, I sort of trust, uh, I have some trust on Shreya's side of the captain. Because I I think in the new generation, only him, he's, he's somewhat calm. He gives me a calm vibe. But then, see, I think the auction, even the, pre, the retention phase are, KKR, uh, they've made, I mean, as Udra said, retaining Varun Chakravarti and... Oh, it's it's not, it doesn't make sense in my opinion. Shubhan Gill is a future I mean, star, I think.
3: I don't know how we forgot him, but how can we not talk about Rinku Singh? Yeah. yeah. The man, the myth, the legend.
1: legend. But also, I mean, Shiva Mavi, they paid 7 crores for. They paid, what, 8 to 9 crores for Pat Cummins. He didn't perform well. He, yeah, I mean, Hales, they got a bit well, of a.
3: So they've been investing in since the very beginning, since his under 19 World Cup. He's been with KKR and anything. They've been investing in him continuously.
1: With seven crores they paid for him. I,
0: mean. I think our, who had a good season for them was Sunil Narayan. I mean, with the ball, he was economical in every single game he played. And I think they underuse him every time in the batting order. They bat him at number seven, number eight. They should have just opened with him when their uh, options weren't working out. I know they played him for a couple of games, but that's it. So they were, they were opening with Rahane and Finch and then Ayer and I don't know what. I think Sunil Narayan should be um, used a lot more in the batting.
3: I mean, even this one played very well. Nitesh Rana, I think he made some very important contributions. And I think if not given as much credit as he should have been. Good
1: strike rate, he. he with a good strike important. Yeah,
3: he batted with a I mean, coming in at number three, when you know your openers aren't doing well.
0: Alright, so uh, what, what would you rate this season as out of 10?
3: Considering they were in the final last year, I mean a yeah. five or a six.
2: Uh, I'll give them a six. I'll give
0: them a five. Give them a five. Yeah. All right. So moving on to the next team, the, the Delhi Capitals, uh, the team which couldn't win two consecutive games in a row this season. I mean it was just win loss win loss for them throughout the tournament. Uh, I know they they were they were missing a few players at the start. David Warner, Mitchell Marsh, he joined late. Mitchell Marsh then tested. Did they
2: po- also last on the Fair Play Award table?
0: Oh yeah, of course. So, uh, Marsh got tested for COVID. He joined the team very late. Um, I think Rahman Powell was amazing this year for them. He He's someone they could invest in in the future. But, um, yeah, I think very weird season for Delhi. They had an amazing squad, according to me. They should have qualified for the playoffs. But uh, things just didn't work out for them.
3: I think they had a very quiet season. Like In my opinion, Delhi was a team that wasn't talked about much this season. And... It was a very you know a Punjab kind of team this year where i mean it's there no you're, you're not talking about it you don't care about it it's there
1: yeah, but i'll say i mean the two comebacks Khalil Ahmad and puldeep yadav both of them did very well um and they Delhi are lucky both of them did so well um because i think Khalil was amazing i think I, I mean i don't know about the numbers at least but then he he was picking up very important wickets and he was doing it quite economically so i think Khalil carried that indian pace attack shardul was a bit of a disappointment as a I mean they bought him for 10 crores so i don't name he, i think he had did, Pan
3: didn't know how to use shardul to his full efficiency i think if you would have used him better than he probably would have done better for delhi i mean using him in the middle overs instead of using him in the death and in the opening where you, where you know he can swing the ball well Khalil Ahmed, okay. I
2: completely agree with. I actually saw the last match live. So, Khalil Ahmed was absolutely on fire in that match. The uh, match, uh, Mumbai versus Delhi. So, yeah. he, had literally no answer to what Khalil Ahmed was delivering that day. So, I agree with that. Also, I think that Delhi was like, it was quite clear that Delhi were lacking a good spinner. So, I think they were continuously uh, changing between uh, Lalit Yadav and a couple of other options. But uh, I don't think they had a great spin apart from Kuldeep Yadav i mean even i think even look, kuldeep, akshar, akshar
1: had a bit of a bad season
3: i think he yeah. in the first six seven games he only picked up one wicket or something like that. So. i mean even kuldeep i don't think he, he i mean he did pick up a lot of wickets but i don't think it, he picked them up at a very economical rate i mean if you, if you look at his figures it probably was going consistently for 30 plus runs 35 36 runs with three or four wicket all. So, i mean i agree yeah. taking wickets is good but taking wickets at such a high economy may not be as beneficial for the team as...
1: And also, I mean, he picked up nine wickets in two games with KKR. So, if you remove yeah. those two games, his numbers become much worse.
0: Yeah. Maybe he's playing with some I revenge think factor.
1: An improvement, uh, That's from...
2: I, think, I still but, think it's an improvement from his performance at KKR. 100%. I think he's uh, got a little bit of confidence uh, in this squad. So, I think uh, in the next years, he might be a little better. But, yeah. Also,
1: I, I mean, David Warner over a beast...
0: Oh, what, a, what a season for him, I mean. What a comeback season, scoring 500 plus after joining that the also, team, I think, was some- yeah,
3: exactly. Three games less. He played three games lesser than everyone else, and he was still in the top five highest run scorers in the league. Yeah, and that's some stat. And also, I, I was, think
1: Marsh,
3: there were a lot of expectations for him. And, and in in the in, after the first few games, people were like, okay, who is this guy? I mean, he's supposed to be the number one T20 batsman, considering how his World Cup went. He didn't perform as well but then after that once he started performing oh my god he was just on fire
1: i'll say Warner missing out on that hundred against SRH that was very disappointing
0: Probably yeah. one of the- and also i think barely missed Reilly missed a trick by not playing uh nokia uh they played him just for one game they dropped him because he considered i think 40 or 50 runs in that spell and then uh, they played him i think towards the end they could have uh played him in the middle and that i think delhi's bowling disappointed this year overall except i think kuldeep and maybe khalil no one was really performing for them so
3: but i think that's 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 a, that's a thing that we've seen with, i think a lot of teams this year that they haven't backed their players as much as they should have i mean even if you look at mumbai with tim david you look De- you look at delhi with not nokia i mean they're spending so much money on them but they're not giving them enough games to adjust and adapt and you know really Perform. I mean, only after a few bad games, you see that the player is dropped. So then, why did you retain him? Why do you use one of your three retaining spots to retain him in the first place? So, I mean, it's pretty perplexing what some of these teams are, have done with the team this season.
0: Yeah. So I i think I would give Delhi a 7 out of 10 this season, even though they finished on number 5. I think they've got a great squad uh, for the next year. So, what do you all think?
2: I think I would I give think, them a- uh, Delhi was worth I I I was honestly rooting for Delhi to qualify for the playoffs because I wanted like um looking at how their team was at the start, I thought on paper they look pretty good and they deserve to qualify. Probably see the performance. So did you did you want Mumbai
1: to lose on that last game last day Delhi?
2: Not at all. <laughs> That's
1: only way Okay. Um I, I, I'll also give them a seven, but then the punt incident um that, that you know, made me not like Delhi at all. But I don't know. So, it's a 7 in terms of performance.
0: Alright. So, moving on to SRH. I think the team which had the most inconsistencies in this year. They lost 2 games. Then they won 4 or 5, I think. And then they lost 4 in a row again. So, um, I just... I don't know. Um, they they were winning games when they were chasing. They, lo- they I think, won uh, 7 out of 8 tosses. Uh, every time they chased, they were winning. But um, I think Kane Williamson's performance this year was really really questionable, which also raises the question: should a foreign player really be made the captain? Because you you just can't drop him because he's the captain.
1: Yeah, statistically, Kane Williamson had the lowest ever impact as a batsman on a in an in an IPL season. So he, he was horrible. He was probably the worst batsman in the that season. That's including all on cap players as well. And he he finished the tournament with a strike rate of 93 and he's an opening batsman. Um, so, I, I think, as I, see, it's made worse by the fact that they let go of Warner and Rashad Khan and retained Kane-Williamson for 16 crores. I mean, you're retaining Kane-Williamson for 16 crores and someone like Steve Smith and Manis Lavushin, who are, I mean, not as good P-20 players, but they perform similar roles, they go unsold. So, I mean, then, then you have to ask the question, do you really think Kane-Williamson is worth 16 crores in an IPL auction? And the answer, in my opinion, is no. He's proved that this season. But I think... Um, the brightest spot about sides are uh, the three youngsters, Tripathi, Amran Malik, and Abhishek Sharma. I think Rahul Tripathi has to be thankful for the Indian team at least being in the squad. It's, I don't know how he's not being selected, but I think those three are the main reasons why they've done very well, and that's good to see for Indian cricket. I mean, the three on cap players. It's helping. I mean, I mean, you
3: forgot about you forgot about Abdul Samad. He was also retained by SRH. He didn't play a single game.
1: Yeah. I, He's dropped out to like, yeah,
3: three games or something. It was, I mean... No, he, I mean, he hardly played one or two games in spite of being retained. That's what I'm saying. I don't understand the what those teams thought about when retaining these players. If, I mean, you only have two or three retention spots in Indian and you're not even playing the players that you've retained.
0: I spin option this year. I think suchit was the only spinner. Uh, after letting Rashid Khan go, I don't think they bought a single uh, good Indian or foreign spinner who could really play that role. So, they were heavily relying on... Big bowlers, whether that's Umran Malik, uh they were paying Marco Jansen as their fourth fast bowler. Like they were paying four specialist fast bowlers and then one spin-all rounder. So I think their their bowling apart from maybe Umran Malik was very, very dark. Yeah,
1: Booby. Booby's is done
0: well. had a great season. Although he didn't pick a lot of wickets, I think uh the economy at which he was bowling was was great.
1: I think as um Indian fans, we really need to give Dale will uh, some sort of a gift for making umran malik such a beast already he's taken one season to make him what get second most wickets by a pacer in this ipl is already paying for india so i but
3: mean i honestly still i mean i agree he had a great season but i still don't think he's worth going in the national team he's ready for the national team yet because he still doesn't have that much control over his pace as he should have yeah, i mean yeah. edges still go flying and you still you need to be extremely accurate when you're bowling at such high paces i mean even one or two loose balls can end up i mean your over can go from being a fi- one or a two run over to a ten run over with just one or two loose balls which is yeah. very has a very high probability when you're bowling at such high pace so i mean i still don't think he's worth it he's ready for the nat- national team yet but yeah he is the future of indian cricket
2: yes, i think uh the brighter side of things is despite SRH being um ordinary on paper They have performed well. So I think uh, as Sudan said and as some of you said, uh, the young talents have been like shining in the team and that's a good sign for cricket in general. So even though they've been like subpar on paper, they've performed much better than our expectations. Do you all
0: think Umran Malik deserved the Emerging Player of the Season award? uh, Because I think, in, in my opinion, it should have been given to Tilak Parma or or Mohsen Khan because I think Mohsen Khan coming in after a few games he was amazing I think the pace and accuracy with which he bowls he's going to be a part of the uh, Indian squad very soon so I think Tilakwarma should have been the emerging player just the uh, I know he didn't play a lot of beginnings but just Are you
3: saying that the only reason why they gave it to Umran Mulek because there was so much noise around him yeah. yeah there was a lot of noise around him and I mean, of of course, an Indian bowler bowling at 155, 156 is something that we've never seen before.
1: Yeah, I, I think yeah. I mean, also Mohsin Khan, I agree. I'm very excited by Mohsin Khan. Left-arm bowler bowling 145, swinging it. Um, but um, I think Kumran Malik did it throughout the season. Mohsin Khan did it for eight to nine games, so that also comes into play. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's mainly due to the excitement. That's that's definitely the case. That's why he wanted.
0: it. That's- so, uh, moving on to the team, which, as Krishan said, it's never talked about Punjab. Um, Punjab, again, I think it was a team that, that was uh, talked about a lot at the auction because they bought Ravada, they bought um, Shikhar Dhawan. There were some good, good uh, picks at the auction. But I think... Uh, overall they just weren't able to uh perform together as a team we saw a few individual performances uh there was liam livingston there was um uh, i think Rabada played Rabada had a great season but apart from that i don't see any anyone else uh, who Davan, really
3: Davan also had a very good season
0: and Davan, yeah
3: i think the thing with punjab is only one man has let them down and that's their captain i mean mayanga garwal he first opened he wasn't able to do well as an opener then he went on to number three he wasn't able to do well as a number three and if being the captain of a team and then being an opening batsman or being in the top four you need to have some sort of impact because the entire 20 overs rests on your performance and if you're not doing well as as a top three top four batsman then your team is never going to do well that's what i think because only one person you know, is not enough to be able to get a team to a good start. You need a couple of batsmen in the in the first four who will be doing well. And, and with Punjab, I think it was just Dhawan. And after Dhawan, the, directly they relied on Liam Livingston. So basically, it was Dhawan, then 2-3 wickets fell, Liam Livingston came, banged a few balls and they got to 150 somehow. That's not how... Their,
1: their management was a bit weird. I mean, see, one thing, they had Johnny Bestow and they completely underutilised Johnny Bestow. I mean... He is, Baisto is probably the most dangerous batsman in T 20 cricket right now alongside Butler. And um, I think Banuka Rajpaksa, the Sri wicket wicketkeeper, he did well. Yeah, but then they... Some, yeah, so they, they started preferring him over besto, uh to bat at number 3 and started putting Baisto at 4, which it's it doesn't make sense. And then as soon as besto went opening, his form was bad, but then in the last couple of games, he, he had a couple of really good starts and he did what we know. He, he played like basically like Josh Butler does and i what? mean they yeah, also I paid
3: mean, if i would have been there i would have dropped my Gagarwar. i mean if the only reason why they didn't drop him was because he was their captain but honestly he should have been dropped if he would have been dropped they would have definitely
1: yeah also they relied a lot on this odin smith um and they paid what eight seven to eight for one um he he bowled well i think batted didn't get much chances of the bat he i, I think in the rcp game he he won them the RCB game single entity i think the first game their first game they, he, 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 he flopped. He flopped. Yeah. yeah. Odin been flopped so that their balance of the team completely went away. So, they had to play
2: all four uh, overseas. I, 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 I never thought their team had any balance in the first place. Uh, as Krishan said, there were just like individual performances that contributed to them getting a decent total or getting like a decent performance on board. Uh, be it Dhawan or Livingstone or Abada. But I never saw the team really gel together. So, that was one of the big problems. Obviously, it comes down to captaincy but it's also because of the team chemistry in general so it was because of the imbalance in the squad according to me like there were a couple of squads that were imbalanced in in the IPL but uh they still somehow made it work at the end but i i didn't see that happening i mean i
3: think one one player that we forgot we have to talk about is extremely underrated is Ar- arjdeep singh i mean what a death bowler you're not going to find a better death bowler than him he's just wow
1: ramara called him the best death bowler in IPL or something like that which is big praise. Um, yeah, I think Rabada and Livingston those were the two biggest ha- positives. I think Livingston is probably going to be the next big overseas star in IPL. The way he batted this year, I think what one eighty plus strike rate. So I mean, who uh, Livingston? He scored 300-400 yeah. runs with one eighty plus strike, rate. and he bowls also. He bowls well. I mean.
3: that's what that's what was expected of him yeah. to start with. I mean, that's what, that's the reason why he was bought from the auction.
0: Also, I would say a bad season for Shahrukh Khan. Uh, I think he got a lot of chances this year uh, when the wickets fell early, but uh, he wasn't able to perform, I think, in any of the innings. So I think overall, I'd give Punjab a five out of 10 this season, despite them finishing sixth on the table. And
1: uh, yeah, same year. I'll give them a four because they were expected to be one of the best teams.
0: All right. That's it for the first episode. We have looked at all the six teams which weren't able to qualify for this playoffs this season. We looked at their weaknesses and we looked at how they can maybe look to improve next season. Thank you so much for listening to us till the end and I hope you all enjoyed and stay tuned for episode two where we'll be, where we'll be talking about the contenders, the top four teams who were fighting for the playoff title this season. Thank you so much. Goodbye.